this week, Dimitri, we have a really interesting guest. Uh, she knows the president most, almost better than most people out there. Madeline Westerhout has a brand new book out called Off the Record, My Dream Job at the White House and How I Lost It and What I Learned. Madeline, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you. So Madeline, for, for everybody listening and watching right now, just how did you get that job being that close <laughs> to the president and being with him every day? How did that sure. happen? Yeah, I think it was a mixture of, uh, you know, being at the right place at the right time um, and a lot of hard work. I was working at the Republican National Committee uh, before the election. And then the, um, the committee and the campaign team up once we have a nominee. And after uh, Mr. Trump won the election, uh, I had the opportunity to go to New York and spend some time uh, working on the transition team and caught the eye of uh, one particular viewer, uh, Mr. Trump, uh, while I was walking, <laughs> walking people in and out of Trump Tower and um, was given the opportunity to come to the White House and be his executive assistant. Wow, what a great, that's, that's, a, that's a me. How, so you were with the president, you were there day after day. Uh, mm -hmm. There's nobody like the president, obviously. I got to know Rona, his, his former assistant. So yes, of course. Some, yeah, she was amazing, wasn't she? She's a, oh, oh my unreal. gosh. Amazing. Yeah, woman. she was such a uh, she was a great resource for me, and and she, the president was so lucky. It is still so lucky to have her. Yeah, I agree. So what did so talk to us? Because Rhoda talked to me about that off the record. Great, great name for a book, as it turns out. But <laughs> yeah. what what was it like really being with the president? What kinds of things did you learn from him just watching him in and out of the Oval Office and all the other interactions? Mm hmm. Um, before, before I met him, which was not even until after the election, you know, I kind of believed everything that the mainstream media said about him. And so mm -hmm. honestly, and I talk about this in my book, but my opinion of him, uh, was not very high before I got to know him. Wow. And then I spent some time with him and was able to realize how wrong I had been because mm -hmm. he is so different. He's so personable and charismatic and kind. Uh, and so I got to know, I got to know what I considered to be the real Donald Trump. And yeah. he was a really, really great boss. He was always incredibly encouraging to me. And um, just, I, I feel so fortunate that I got to know him and now have the platform to kind of share with the American people, the man that I got to know. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Madeline, you know, you brought up something, the media. <laughs> so I talked to Pastor Paula White, who is yes. uh, the pastor of, you know, Mr. Trump. And uh, she says so many times they've been in different meetings and whatnot. And, and all of a sudden they see the press coverage and it's like totally opposite of what they observed, what they went through. You know, you were in the staff position. I mean, you, you were there on the day by day, you know, and you mentioned that I just want to nail this home for the people that are like you, because you said, you know, you didn't really like Mr. Trump and then you got to know him. You, you are somebody who we can, you know, go to. You were there with him every single day. You know, tell us how off. I mean, are they just making this stuff up? Is it just completely made up or wh where are they getting this stuff? I, I honestly, I, I don't understand it. I can't tell you how many times I'd be sitting at my desk, which was right outside the Oval Office, and I could, where, from where I was sitting, I could look at the president and I would look behind me at my TV and see a report and look at the president and it, the two didn't match. Right. So, you know, President Trump is, is angrily, angrily tweeting or berating his aides or, and I'm just like, but no, he's in his intelligence briefing. I don't, you know, it just, I don't know where they get this stuff. If it's, if it's just these anonymous sources or they make it up, I, I don't get it. Yeah. And I mean, just to follow up on that, I mean, so is the atmosphere tense and, you know, the way that they describe it or, you know, how is he relating to the staff? 
not tense at all. I think he is the most, most approachable president. Obviously, I haven't ever worked for any other president, but he had an open door policy, which as someone who really tried to like keep the trains on the track was a little bit difficult for <laughs> me because I'm like, sir, we don't have time for this meeting. And, um, but no, he wants, he wants to hear from everybody. He was approachable. Um, I asked him for advice. I asked him for a promotion one time, you know, <laughs> like he was, he was incredible. Wow. So Madeline, there's, you, you have this dream job, amazing job working for the president and then something happened that changed everything. So tell, tell the audience about that. Cause that's kind of the crux of the book and what you learned. Yeah, absolutely. That. Uh, it's about a year ago now we were finishing up a, a trip at the president's property in Bedminster, New Jersey. I had a rare day off and I was sitting by the pool enjoying uh, some cocktails and then against my better judgment, accepted an invitation to what was supposed to be an off the record dinner with four reporters and a white house colleague. And uh, at that dinner, I said some things that I didn't mean and that I really shouldn't have said. And uh, that got back to the president and he asked me to resign, which I did immediately. And I take full responsibility for my actions that night. You know, I made a huge mistake and a, a major lapse in judgment. Uh, but I just wanted to share with people, you know, my, my, my kind of my side of the story. Um, right. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so talk to us about that. What happened? They, you were there off the record and then it got back to the president. How did he handle it? What, what, did, what exactly transpired after that point? Sure. Um, you know, I, I'm not exactly sure how the information that I said at that dinner uh, was, was got out of that room. Um, you know, I've heard a lot of different theories. And after I left, people were telling me it was this reporter, or it was this person or this person. And, and I kind of have decided over the past year to just take responsibility for what happened and, and right. move forward. But the president was incredibly gracious. Uh, the chief of staff called me and asked me to resign. And I wanted to speak to the president. So I did the next day and I apologized to him. And he accepted my apology and, and was the gracious man that I know. Uh, and, and since then, I've had a couple conversations with him, but he, he forgave me. And I so appreciate that because it, it took me a long time to forgive myself. Right. Um, yeah. Well, you know what, Madeline, I'm a, I'm a pastor too. That's I'm the preacher on the, the, the show. Yeah, uh, you know, and, and I just want to say this to you. Thank you for being a person of integrity that you didn't go out and try to use this as an opportunity like so many people have. Instead, look at the way that you're responding to this. And I think everybody should take note because I really believe God's going to use this to continue to raise you up. And uh, it just says so much about your character and who you are. And so I just want to say thank you because you could have gone a million different directions, but you chose integrity and you chose, and it just says so much about who you are. Well, I appreciate that so much. And, um, you know, honestly, over the past year, I've been able to kind of reconnect with my faith. And so, of course, while I, while I wish uh, this dinner hadn't happened and things hadn't played out the way that they do, I know everything happens for a reason. And, and I've been really, um, really thankful to just to kind of reconnect with, with God and, and focus on that. That's awesome. great. That's yeah. great to hear. So, Madeline, what, what are some of the things you said you learned a lot of lessons from all of this? And probably as you grew stronger in your faith, you, a lot became more clear, right? What are some of the lessons you learned going through uh, all of this? Yeah, I think the, the kind of the main lesson is that everybody makes mistakes. And mm -hmm. there was no one harder on myself than I was. And so I've learned that there are going to be bumps along the road. No one is perfect. And we're all, we're all a work in progress. And taking responsibility for your mistakes and then trying to see the good in it and move forward and, and take that opportunity 
is really important. And I also, uh, you know, I, I think Washington DC is a very interesting place and it's not for the faint of heart, that's for sure. And I was Agreed. in a position <laughs> that was very close to a lot of power. And I admit that I got wrapped up in that. Um, and so I kind of reflect on, on how I treated people and, and now realize that you can, you can do a great job. You can kind of be tough and stern, but you can still be gracious and kind. And what's funny is the president uh, was always the first one to call anybody out if they weren't treating people kindly. And he, he did that to me one time. And that's, I'll never forget it. <laughs> I'll bet. So uh, besides watching him, how he treated other people, what is, I mean, you were so close to him. Like, is there a favorite story you have about him, Madeline? Um, I think the one thing that I will say about the president is the reverence that he has for the office, mm -hmm. uh, both the physical Oval Office and the office of the presidency is, is remarkable. The amount of times that he would call us in after a long night and say, come here, kids, like, let's look at where we are. And so I think people, you know, because he didn't need this job, right. I think people think, you know, he doesn't like it. He doesn't enjoy it. You know, he doesn't like living in the White House. There is no one that appreciates the White House, the Oval Office, and the Office of the Presidency more than Donald Trump. And, and he showed us that every single day. Yeah. Yeah, he really loves point. the country. I mean, you could see, you know, that Mount Rushmore, uh, yes, you know, yeah. speech and just, you know, I mean, that was one of the best speeches I've ever seen him give any president, really. I mean, it was educational and it just showed his love for our country. And, uh, you know, I'll tell you, it's the Bible says in the mouth of two more witnesses, my word will be established. And I've heard the same things that you're saying from other people that are very close to the president over and over. So I, I know what you're saying is true. And we're, we're really, I mean, right, Mark, we've heard these same things from same several thing. days. And so it just, you know, once again, just gives that, that, you know, validity to what, you know, each guest has said. And, uh -huh. uh, you know, he's very, um, he loves to help people. Uh, he's very generous. He's given so many times people don't hear about all the different things that he's done over the years. Did you, did you see anything like that when you were on staff where he was uh, helping different people that, that he might not get credit for? Oh, absolutely. And I think uh, one of the things that's also misrepresented is that he kind of, people think that he wants credit for everything, but he, he does a lot that no one ever sees. And I think um, this has been, this is reported on, but not often enough is that he donates his salary yeah, um, right. No one really talks about that, right. but he, he would have people come um, to the Oval Office and if they, you know, if they needed help, he would help them financially from his own pocket. And um, I, he was incredibly generous and um, I, I just can't say enough good things about him, honestly. <laughs> I love this guy. He's so great. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> well, that, that just warms our heart. Let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, it does. You know, I think a lot of us, uh, we call it the silent majority, but there's so yeah. many people out that feel the way that you and Mark and I do. But, you know, we're constantly berated by this smaller group that has a big megaphone and then the mainstream 100%. media and they make us feel like, you know, we're isolated, we're outnumbered. And uh, how do you feel we're doing in 2020 going, we're about less than 80 days out. I mean, do you feel optimistic about what you're seeing or what are you feeling? Yeah, I feel really optimistic. You know, I think we're like 80 some days out and that's a really, really long time in politics. Um, yeah. But I feel very confident. I know, I think, you know, the past 20, 2020 has been a tough year for Americans. Yeah. And so you look at the economy and the economy has, has been struggling. But President Trump, what I, if I know the man like I think I do, I believe that he, everything he has done over the past uh, few months, especially with coronavirus, he has done because he believes it's in the best interest of the American people. And right. so- 
I believe that going into the, the, the election on November 3rd, Americans have a really clear choice. You know, we can, we can continue with this prosperous, safe America. Right. We can go a di different direction. And that's something that um, people are going to really need to, to understand. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> it's it's, it's a le a, an election of lots of consequences. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. It, Madeline, before we go, is there anything else you want to share about that some some tidbits out of this book that uh, will get the audience wanting to grab it when we get done with this interview? Is there anything that you want to leave us with? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm trying to think. I just, uh, you know, I, I think I, I would say because I experienced that, you know, don't believe everything that you see on the news and uh, do your homework. Um, because I think, like you said, there's a silent majority out there. Yeah. And uh, even with, with my book, you know, I think people were expecting me to write this nasty tell-all after I was forced to resign. And then the second that I announced that I was telling a truthful and positive book, it was- Nobody crickets. wanted to hear from you, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Isn't that so, amazing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I'm very thankful to have the platform that I do, but just, I think the American people need to be smart and, uh, and, and not just believe everything they have to, they, they hear. Yes. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Madeline, where can we find your book and how can people, do you have a website or different things that people could go to? Yeah, I don't have a website, um, but you can buy the book on Amazon. I know pretty much everybody buys everything on Amazon these days and two day yes. delivery, um, yes. but Apple books, Barnes and Noble, uh, pretty much anywhere books are sold. And, okay. Um, awesome. And, and I just want to say this again, because I'm really um, just appreciate what you've done here. And I, I really believe you have a very promising career ahead. I think that God has his hand on your life. And, yeah. uh, you know, Mark will tell you, I don't say this kind of thing often, but I really feel that's the truth. And so thank you once again for being a woman of integrity. You are somebody that younger people can look up to and God is not done. He's got so much in store for you. I can't wait to see what he does. Thank you, Todd. Thank you so much. And Mark, it was really great to be with both of you. <laughs> great to be with you, Madeline. Really great to sit down and talk to you. Madeline Westerhout, the name of the book is Off the Record, My Dream Job at the White House, How I Lost It. Thanks so much for joining